Welcome to the Art of NVC podcast number 10. Wow, monumental. And I've been uh, stretching a little bit to find what else I'm going to talk about on this podcast because NVC is kind of simple. It's kind of basic. Yet, we have so much momentum speaking otherwise that we need to hear this information over and over again in different directions and different details. I know I did. When I first learned, I listened to Marshall Rosenberg's audiobook probably for like two weeks straight. And I had a two to three hour drive every day. And I just really listened a lot. But today I want to talk about, you know, the first step is really to learn the technique. Because if you try to use NVC and you don't use the proper technique, it's probably going to backfire. You know, it starts off with observable facts. But if you throw in a judgment right off the bat, the other person you're talking to is most likely going to feel triggered. And then they're going to say something judgmental to you, which is probably feel triggering to you, and then you're in a fight, and that's not what you want. So the first step is really is to learn the technique. Learn how to speak without ever implying anyone else is wrong or bad. Why? Because it's completely unnecessary to getting results. It's just your opinion, and your opinion is just not that important. You know, sometimes people want your opinion, but when you have a problem and you're trying to work it out, it's just not relevant. And you don't want to exaggerate, and you don't want to, you know, no judgments, criticisms, and no vague requests and things like that. So this is the, if, you've, if you're listening to this, and this is your first time listening to this podcast, I recommend going back to the beginning. But if you're listening, and this is, you've listened to most of the other ones, then you probably have a lot of the principles down. You know, you, it's, because it is simple, right? It's. Speak in observable facts. Express how you authentically feel. Explain the value, desire, or preference behind why you feel as you do. And then have a specific request. Okay, that's, that's the basics. But the next part of, of using NVC in your life is remembering to use it. Wow, it sounds so simple, but it's a challenge. It's a bit challenging. Most likely, you're going to fail many, many times. You know, you're, you're, you, you've studied, you've got the skills, and then your partner who you love so much says one little thing to you, and all of a sudden, you're just irritated, and you snap and say something very critical, and then they say something back to you very critical, or they shut down, and later you realize, oh, man, I totally forgot to use NVC. This is most likely going to happen. It's okay. It's part of the process. You just have to remember that we have so much momentum. Our whole lives, we've been taught to speak with guilt trips and exaggerations and blame. And every movie we see, they speak like that. And teachers speak like that. It's very rare when someone actually knows how to express themselves nonviolently. And that's okay. We're changing. We're changing this. Let's, we're spreading this technique. It's so useful. It's so, it works. It really works. Yet, you do have to use it. And you do have to use it correctly. So, just give yourself room. Be gentle with yourself when you forget to use it. You know, they say, I read an article that when we feel triggered, our cerebral cortex just shuts down. And we go into that fight or flight mode. And it's hard to think of nonviolent communication when you're in the fight or flight mode. And then you're, and when, when someone says something very 
violently towards us. It takes a certain amount of egolessness to just ignore basically what they said. Not ignore, but do not t- to not take it personal. And to come at them with empathy and understanding. It can be challenging. In that moment, it might be the very last thing you want to do. But that's that's the small picture. The big picture is, no, we definitely want to, want to come at them with empathy and understanding. It's so much better in the long run. And the long run is what counts. So you may have to sacrifice the feeling of being right or, or you know, proving your point to do NBC and or correcting. Say someone says something to you that is just not true, right? And they're triggered. Though. They're very triggered and they're coming at you with these things that are just huge exaggerations and are not true. If you correct them in that moment when they're all triggered, it's, it's not going to change anything. That's why you want to come at them with emergency empathy. Once you've done that, you know, you guess how they feel and why. Then, after they feel understood and heard, then you can bring up, using NVC, how you would love it if they did not exaggerate or they did not say things like they just said to you. That's the process. But remembering to use it is a real challenge. So, the strategies. So, first of all, if you know that you are going to bring up something to somebody, if you know that you're going to have a potentially triggering conversation with somebody, I highly recommend preparing yourself. You don't need to write out a script, but what you want to, what you can do is get clarity on how you feel, on the desires or needs that you have that are behind that feeling. You can practice how to bring up whatever the um, observable fact was, whatever, whatever is stimulating your displeasure. You can practice saying that. And you can think about what actually is your specific request. And then you can also think about, okay, so say if everything goes wrong, what are my potential emergency empathy method statements that I can ask them? It may feel a little disingenuous at first, but all you're doing, so that's why you don't want to stick to a script. You just, you just want to have that out so you have clarity and understanding on where you're coming from, on what you want. And if they start getting triggered and saying very triggering things towards you, then it's harder to think. It's hard to think clearly when you feel triggered. So if you've already practiced it, you could even have them on your phone. You know, in the beginning, it's fine. It's, it's just whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get to the bottom of issues, whatever it takes to work things out nonviolently. So I really recommend that. If you know you're going to have the conversation, think about these things, get clarity, and you'll probably have a lot better conversation. However, a lot of times, you don't know if this is going to happen. It just, it just occurs. Well, for instance, one time, you know what's going to happen if, when you go home for the holidays and, and you're around your family. A lot of our family members don't change. And they say the same things year after year. And we get triggered by them. So if you know that's going to happen, you can definitely prepare for that. I'll probably have a, a holiday episode so that we can go through some strategies. So, but right now, sometimes, you know, something's just going to happen and you're going to feel really triggered and you're going to snap. So when, if you, if you realize in the moment, oh, wow, I, I totally forgot to use NBC, but you're still in the moment, just start using it right then. And sometimes it's hard to think of all the rules. So what I like to do is just blurt out how I feel. 
I feel this way. Um, but you got to make sure you're not throwing in the judgment. You know, I feel misunderstood. That's not a real feeling. That's a, you know, like we talked about in the last episode, that's a perception. That's a statement that claims that they don't, are not understanding you. And it's not a real feeling. But I feel sad. I feel irritated. I feel angry. I feel frustrated. I feel scared. I feel lonely. I feel nervous. All those things, when you just blurt that out, it does bring some connection because authentic expression is powerful. And when your words match the frequency that you are putting off, it brings connection. Because I believe that we intuitively know when someone speaks the truth, we feel it and we know it and we honor that. So if you're in the middle of a discussion or a fight and you're feeling triggered and then you realize, oh yeah, NVC, I can use it. But you can't in that moment recall all the rules or things are moving so fast, you don't have the time to like separate yourself and think. I, I recommend just blurting out how you feel. And then maybe that'll give a little bit of a pause in the room, you know, in the conversation. So that's one thing I do. It's definitely, it's definitely helped me. So that's one thing. You can just blurt out how you feel. Make sure it's an actual feeling. It's one word. And stay away from the I feel like or I feel as if type statements because those are definitely not feelings. If you're saying that, you're coming out with a judgment or an evaluation. There's no I feel like. It's just I feel. And pretty much everybody does that. It's kind of phenomenal. It's, it's amazing. Once you start paying attention to how many times we say I feel like and I feel as if, it's astounding. Let's go. Let's let's dive a little deeper into that. So what I recommend is taking that out of your vocabulary altogether. Even when you're not using nonviolent communication, just stop saying "I feel like" or "I feel as if." And it, I, I've been thinking about this. Why do we do that? Why do we say? So say say, say you watch a movie and people are like, someone asks you, "What do you think of the movie?" And you're like, "I feel like it was too long." That's not a feeling. So why do we talk like that? You know, uh, what do you think of your trip? Uh, I felt like. It was overrated. You know, whatever. We're always saying that. But why? why? Why don't we just say the truth, which is I think. I think it was too long. I think it was overrated. I think this. Because when you say I think something, it's very clear that you are expressing an opinion. And we kind of all know that opinions don't really matter. You're not standing on anything solid when you just express your opinion. It's not I've done this research and based on all my information, I think that's no, we're just, we're just throwing out our opinion and it doesn't matter that much. And it's kind of, some could say, arrogant. Some, some would think that. So we may come across arrogant if we're just throwing out our opinion. I think this. So what we do, and I, do, I did this too. I, I don't do it anymore. It took me a little bit to really stop saying that. It's almost like cheating. I feel as if I feel like, but I, I've stopped most, mostly, probably 80, 80, 90%. So the reason why we do that, though, is when we say, if you say, I think it was too long, I think the movie was too long, then we're clearly saying this is just my opinion and it's not based on anything but my own subjective experience. But if you say, I feel like it was too long, it's almost as if we're saying, I have divine inspiration. Divinity has come to me in the form of a feeling. And based on this feeling, I am expressing a truth. Right. That's kind of that's how I interpret it. It's it's a way to pretend like it's not an opinion. It's a way to pretend like it's God's opinion. It's a divine opinion. And therefore, we're less 
we're less vulnerable to someone calling us out on our opinion. And that's how we speak in normal life. And then when we're when we're trying to and when we're doing NBC and we say, "Oh, I feel like you're never list, you don't listen to me," then we're really just trying to throw in a judgment evaluation statement. And that's definitely you don't want to do that. That that's that's not NVC. Like I said, if you try to use NVC and you do it incorrectly, it'll oftentimes backfire and it'll be worse. First time I tried to use emergency empathy between, I tried to mediate between two two roommates that I had, two two female roommates, and it did backfire. I tried to help. It was working for like thirty seconds, and then it erupted into screams and threats of violence, and I was like, "Oh my god, what did I do wrong?" But I, you know. Talk about that in my book. So, yeah. So, so become aware of how often you say, I feel like and I feel as if. And then stop doing that and in your normal conversations. And whenever you want to do that, say, I think, or in my opinion, this. That's a more honest way of speaking. And then when you're trying to use NVC, you're more likely to speak like that as well. Because you'll have momentum of speaking so honestly and clearly. And you will not try to disguise your judgments as feelings. So that's one thing. That's that's one thing is one thing that'll help is to use NVC in the heat of the moment. Because it's it's a challenge. It really is. When you're triggered, it's hard. Especially when you have a lot of history with somebody and you love them a lot, but you really also have a lot of resentment towards them. And when it comes, it comes in a rush and then you just wanna point out what they did wrong. Or how, how bad they are or, or explain to them why the situation is messed up and it's their fault. None of that helps. So practice speaking and, and to use NVC more effectively, use it when you're normal in your normal activities and normal conversations so that when you are triggered, it'll come out properly as well. So I would say that I feel like I feel as if totally wipe out of your vocabulary, your style of speaking. Now, the next thing is you got to be gentle with yourself because you're most likely going to forget to use NBC when you're triggered. It's okay. As soon as you remember, like I said, throw out a feeling. And as soon as you remember and it's already like too far, like things are getting heated and you're in a fight, then just, if you can, just drop it all and do emergency empathy. And this is a simple concept. But I know from my own experience, sometimes I'll remember and I, it's a, literally the last thing I want to do. I don't want to do emergency empathy. But when I do it, it's so powerful. And so remember, you don't have to be correct when you do emergency empathy. You just you do want to guess how they feel and why. You want to let them to be let them be the expert in their feelings. Don't tell them how they're feeling. Clearly, you're angry. That's not that's not emergency empathy. Are you angry because you think that I did this on purpose or something along those lines? That's emergency empathy. So when all else fails, go with emergency empathy. When you can't think of what to do, you know, blurt out your feeling. Emergency empathy. And as you as you do this more often, what the goal to me is. Whenever I feel triggered, that's that's I have the pattern of feeling triggered and then going right into NVC or emergency empathy. Right now, most of us have the pattern of feeling triggered and attacking or defending. And 
It just doesn't work. It doesn't help. It doesn't resolve issues. The goal of nonviolent communication is to express how we authentically feel, resolve issues, and build connection. And it's possible, and it's doable, and it's worth the effort. It may take a couple years before we are really seasoned at it. It may take a few months. Who knows? However long it takes, it's worth it because you can use this skill set for the rest of your life. You're going to be dealing with humans the rest of your life. There's going to be issues. There's going to be conflicts. And there's a good chance that a lot of the people you deal with are going to speak violently towards you. Hopefully one day this type of speaking will just become more and more popular and, and everybody will kind of know it. And we don't need to use guilt trips and exaggerations and threats and demands to get what we want. We'll just speak authentically from the heart, no judgments, and yeah. So I guess the main thing is just be gentle with yourself. It does work when you do it correctly. And even when you do it correctly, sometimes other people get triggered, then go into emergency empathy, guess how they feel and why. And that's going to be very helpful in the process. Prepare yourself if you know you're going to have this statement, if you know you're going to have a conversation that's potentially triggering and in the heat of the moment as soon as you realize this is the time to use nvc but you can't think straight just blurt out how you feel i feel this way without blaming them just informing them of how you feel and then maybe that'll give you some pause if you have more if, if you have more understanding or more clarity in that moment just use nvc if they're already triggered go into emergency empathy just guess how they feel and why and yeah, it's, uh, it's a worthwhile effort. It can save marriages. It can save friendships. It can help you in business. It's, it's a very versatile tool. And yeah, I'm happy to be sharing it with you. I'm happy to be learning more myself. And I think that's going to be it for today. If you guys have any questions, I appreciate all the questions that come. They give me um, inspiration for different episodes because NBC is so simple. I feel like I've already broken it all down, but I want to keep going with this podcast and keep talking about things. So please keep sending in your questions and I will respond to them either through email or on this podcast. And you can send them to artofnvc at gmail.com. I'm working on the board game. It's taking a little bit longer because there's a lot of... Aspects who have never made a board game before, but it's coming very soon. I plan to have it out before Thanksgiving. And I have a YouTube channel, a couple things on there, Art of NVC, uh, Instagram, Art of NVC. My book is out on Amazon, The Art of Nonviolent Communication. The ebook is out on the webs, same title. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Good luck on your journeys. And uh, I'll talk to you soon.